Welcome back to Isolation Cast Voices from Quarantine, helping you find joy in uncertain times. Welcome back to Isolation Cast. Today, I have someone who I am so excited to get to spend some time with and for all of you to get to know. I have with me today indie folk rock sensation, Sierra Frigale. Sierra, welcome to Isolation Cast. Hi, it's great to be here. So, I know you, but why don't you tell everyone at home a little bit about yourself and, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, my name is Sierra, as you just heard. I am a musician. Um, I was based in the Hudson Valley for a long time, but now I currently live in North Adams, Massachusetts. And yeah, I, I am mostly a touring musician, which is not a thing right now, but hopefully yeah. <laughs> will be again soon. <laughs> um, and I'm also an actor, which is how I met Matthew. Uh, we went to college together and have have been beautiful wonderful friends ever since absolutely uh so uh music it is what you were doing a lot of i adore your music um yes. it is so good we're going to talk more about your music soon but um so yeah we lived in new paltz for a while we both went to suny new paltz and you are now living in massachusetts um mm-hmm. talk to us a little bit about what took you to massachusetts and kind of how covid 19 is affecting your place there and kind of what you were there doing. Right. So, um, back actually probably around this time last year, I applied for a grant through the Massachusetts Museum of Contemporary Art or Mass Mocha as it is more commonly known as. And, uh, I just kind of on a whim applied for this grant. I had been playing a bunch of shows in North Adams and I was starting to make a lot of friends there, and I, and I really loved getting the chance to go there every time I had a show or something mm-hmm. like that. So a few friends of mine, they kind of came to me, and they were like, hey, just so you know, there's this grant program through Mass Mocha that you should maybe apply for, uh, which ultimately it was a grant program that would pay the grantee to come and live in North Adams and contribute to it, uh, contribute to its growing artistic community. So I decided to apply and then I didn't really hear back for months afterwards. So I was, I, I just kind of forgot about it. (laughs) Um, and I was like, okay, I guess that's, that's not really happening. But when I got back from, I went on tour in August and when I got back from that tour, I was kind of feeling a little lost. Like, I didn't really know what my next move was. And then I get a call from from the grant people. And they were like, they were like, hey, Sierra, just so you know, uh, we still have these funds on hold for you. Um, just let us know what you want to do. And I was like, wait, what is this in reference to? And they were like, it's for uh, the Assets for Artists grant for the North Adams Project. And I was like, wait, does that mean... Does that mean that I got the grant? (laughs) 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 And they were like, they're like, wait, what do you, what do you mean? And I was like, I, I never got my exception or denial. I just wasn't sure. Like maybe it got lost or something. And they were like, oh, this has happened before. (laughs) They, they, for some reason, 
to bring up SUNY New Paltz again, they for some reason had my college email address. Oh, no. That I haven't used in the, the three years since I've graduated from college. Like, so I, 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 was, I was quite confused. I was, I was quite confused how they got that email address. And they were like, oh, so first of all, congratulations. This is the first you're hearing about it. <laughs> And I was like, okay, great. That's, that's wonderful. Um, and then I gave them the right email address. But yeah, so uh, it took me a little while to, um, you know, from, from learning that I got the grant to moving to North Adams, it was kind of a couple months of a timeline, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, finding a place to live and all that. Um, right. And yeah, so in December, I moved to North Adams and... I, I've been having a great time so far. It's, it was kind of strange in the beginning because I basically moved here to do this grant program. Luckily, I have a lot of really great friends here, so I was, mm-hmm. I was coming into somewhere where I already had a support system, which mm-hmm. definitely made me feel a little less anxious about moving to a brand new place. But there was a while there where I was commuting back and forth to the Hudson Valley every week or so mm. for a show or for practice with my band or for whatever reason, family stuff, whatever. Um, but I was just going back and forth there a lot uh, enough where I wasn't like, I, I was only at my apartment here in North Adams for like a week at a time. It seemed mm-hmm. like, like I was never here consecutively for more than like 14 days, which is kind of a crazy way to live, especially since you just moved somewhere new. It doesn't really give you a chance to settle. Yeah, Absolutely. So probably in like January, February, I, I wasn't really sure how I, how I liked, how I liked it because mm-hmm. I never really had a chance to settle anyway because I was just right. ping-ponging back and forth so much. I was always playing shows and I was always going somewhere. And then I was about to set off on my three-week tour in March, which obviously ended up getting postponed because of COVID. Obviously. Um, the remaining two weeks of it got postponed. And, you know, I was a little nervous before we went out on tour because I wasn't sure if I was going to come back to my home in North Adams and feel better or worse about, mm-hmm. about where I was living. And that all goes without saying, I'm really, really thankful to be a part of, of Mass Mocha's grant program. Mm-hmm. I have learned so much in, in this short time and it, it's really an honor to to be recognized by them and to to be chosen to contribute to their growing artistic community um but you know it, it's more I was feeling more so you know I miss my family I miss my friends mm-hmm. this is a new place I love my friends here but it's not the same you know mm-hmm. just kind of all of the changes that happen when you move somewhere so we went out on tour and I wasn't really sure how to feel and then covid happened is happening so we came back and i just we played our last show in washington dc on march 12th Mm -hmm. i will never ever ever forget that show for a multitude of reasons it was it was it was incredibly special incredibly eerie but 
re- like the energy in the room that night was was impeccable. Mm-hmm. It was it was incredible. But then the next day when we woke up to drive back home, I just remember like I could not wait to get back to my house in North Adams. Mm-hmm. I was like it, it was like I I could not drive on the highway fast enough to get home. I could yeah. not wait. And then you know, two months later, it's, you know, I, I now feel really comfortable with where I live. And Good. so I, I, I would say in, a, in an odd way, you know, a, everything that's been happening with the pandemic has, has kind of forced me to settle down mm-hmm. and, and, and be present for a second. And I think that's a lesson that we can all learn from this is, you know, it's a lesson in, in being present because when things are changing on a daily, even hourly basis, you're kind of forced to be in the moment, mm-hmm. you know? So, so, yeah, I guess it took, I guess it took a global lockdown for me to, uh, <laughs> for me to really enjoy, <laughs> for me to truly, like, love my house and, yeah. you know, I I really lucked out with my living situation and it's yeah it it's nice. That's so good. Nice. So let's talk about a little bit cuz like we're intersexual artists inter inter intersexual intersectional. <laughs> Woo! That's going to that's going to get cut out. Intersectional artists. Leave it in. Um, <laughs> leave it in. Leave it all in. Um life's life's too weird to cut the weird stuff right now. Right. Um and so as a you know intersectional artist and I've been your dresser on a show, we've done stuff together. Yeah. Um theatrically, I've sat in a coffee house and watched you perform. What what was it like, what is it like to be a audio artist, a singer, um, you're brought in as a musician for a modern art museum? Like, what is, what is kind of your approach or what, what have been some of the things that you've been doing as a musician at a museum? Yeah, that's a good question. It's definitely, I don't want to say I'm the odd one out because, uh, because the grant program at Mass Mocha, which is called Assets for Artists. They're, they're an amazing institution of people who are really helping artists of every kind, mm-hmm. you know, kick ass. And, and that's, that's really, really great to see, uh, especially for someone who doesn't do visual art. Right. You know, so at, at, at a place like Mass Mocha, where visual art is kind of the, it's at the forefront, Assets for Artists is really trying to bring in artists of all different backgrounds and mediums and which makes for a really diverse group of people when you get us all in a room together in a workshop or something Mm -hmm. and you know we're all kind of talking and everyone has a different point of view so I don't want to say that I'm the odd one out because there are a lot of other artists in my grant program that are of different uh mediums so you know Mm -hmm. not just visual art like there's uh you know there are fashion designers there's um, you know, I'm, I'm a musician, there's photographers, there's, you know, so you have all of these different kinds of people, but I will say, I, I will say, uh, I, I think I offer an interesting perspective mm-hmm. from being a musician and even, even my background as an actor has mm-hmm. come into play a lot of the times in workshops and things like that, just kind of offering a different perspective that 
that people who aren't on the performing side of things might not really know or understand. Absolutely. Just the because struggle. Just just because it's 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 a weird thing to experience and you mm-hmm. don't really know what it's like until you've done it. So um yeah, so I, I, I will say a lot of the a lot of the work that I'm doing, you know, having that perspective as a musician has been really eye opening because it's you know, I've been learning a lot from the other people and I hope that my perspective is allowing people to kind of see things in a new light as well. Um, but yeah, so so Mats Mocha, in addition to being an art museum, a wonderful art museum, they they also have extensive music programming. They put on a festival every year called Fresh Grass. They have huge concerts that are amazing and it's it's really, really great. So as a musician, I was really honored to be recognized by mm-hmm. them in that way. And so, so yeah, so, you know, on the production side of things, it's, it's kind of been cool to see, to see that side of Mass Mocha. And since I'm in the performing arts, it's, it's been really, it's been really valuable, I think, because these are people who really know what they're doing and it's really nice to kind of be in that environment as you know working mm-hmm. with working with people of that caliber is a yes. really great thing oh yes um, you always you always want to work with people that know more than you because so. we're always growing we are there is never a point in my life where i've realized i've never learned something or i've stopped growing and yeah. when we when we feel that we've stopped growing i think it's a good sign to move on and so to be thrown into an opportunity with that where you might be a little uncomfortable or you might feel odd or strange because you're what you do is valid but it's a little bit different it's one of those situations where you have to get past that kind of nervousness then being the uncomfortable and feeling uncomfortable and uh because then that's when you're going to be able to grow and you're going to be able to uh give things to the other artists that you're working with totally totally and that's been a really that's been a really fruitful part of this whole experience. So what has Mass Mocha been able to do during COVID? I know this is a difficult time for everybody, but some museums have been able to do digital tours or still do um, digital components to their presentation. Have they, with you or around that, have they been doing anything else kind of while we can't walk into their space? Um, not really. Yeah, okay. Mass, Mass Mocha, they're, they're currently closed. Uh, until further notice, I guess. Mm-hmm. But Assets for Artists, which is the grant program, which are the the people who gave me this grant, ultimately they they have been doing some really amazing online webinars for their grantees. So, you know, we have access to all of these amazing workshops that that really touch on you know like how to market yourself in in a time where everyone's on social media or mm-hmm. how to make a plan in completely uncertain times, like things that are really timely that artists need to know and probably wouldn't learn otherwise. And it's, it's, it's really great what they're doing with their online, with their online webinars. That's absolutely amazing. Cause those are also things that you're only kind of learn through trial and error or someone going, Oh my God, 
please, I need to tell you this because nobody ever told me this. And so I had to learn the hard way. So oh, that's amazing yeah. that they're, they're looking out for you all in, because for artists, and this is something I tried to tell my students this year, uh, was you have to think about the business side of everything totally. because at the end of the day, there's still bills to pay. And like, you're a brand, which is something as we transition into my next question for you, you've always been on top of figuring out what your branding is, how your branding shifted. Um, because like uh, the last year when I was at school, like you, there were always new stickers or posters or things that you were just trying. You made your own patches. There were just all these things that like you were developing your brand as you were developing your sound. And every time your sound shifted a little, you altered that branding just a little bit. But it was so intrinsic to what you did, which is something really solid that a lot of artists don't do. Um, well, thank you. Thank you. You're, I, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I sorry. Go sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> I, no, I just wanted to say it's it's really it's quite nice to hear that mm -hmm. <laughs> um, from from someone on the outside looking in because for me it's it is something that I am constantly thinking about and I feel like I think about it too much and I feel like I'm never doing enough. You know, it's it's the classic thing, right? Mm -hmm. it's, we care about something so much that we put all of our energy into it and somehow somehow we, we feel like we haven't cracked the code in, in a absolutely. way. So, absolutely. So thank you. It's really nice to hear that. And yeah, it, it definitely, it's, it's work. It's totally work. Mm -hmm. But it pays off. And if you're truly proud of like what you're putting out there, aside from your actual art, you know, if, if, you, if you are truly proud of how you are running your business, meaning your yourself basically mm -hmm. it's you know it's a really cool thing because you can be like yeah this is me this is my business card or this is my sticker like mm -hmm. this this came from a reflection of my art which is really cool yeah so, well you. and Thanks. and that's one of those things uh, you're welcome and that's one of those things that like I, I get, especially because we shouldn't be into art for the money, but at the end of the yeah. day, we're going to have to pay bills. And so you, you have to be willing to put in, even if it's not your main thing, even if it's like your side hustle or what you just do for fun, social media and like just how you present your music to the world, because it's not just for you in a vacuum. You've got to be able to think about those things and they, you have to be willing to put time into those things in order for you know, your music to touch anybody or your music to be out there. I mean, you don't have to create art for anybody. That's foolish of me to say, but it's one of those things that like everybody wants to be heard and, and there are these things, but if you're not willing to put the, the background work in, it's not going to matter how good of an artist you are, or how much of a good musician you are. You know, it's don't get into it. If you're not willing to do the, the kind of hard work aspect of it, because it is a lot of hard work. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's right. At least, you know, at least if you're, if you're planning to do it as a career, you definitely mm -hmm. need the hard work. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I definitely agree. And, and it is work, but, but if you, you know, what do they say? If you truly love something, it, 
It'll never feel like, like real work. Yeah. But yeah. sometimes it gets stressful. <laughs> and there's there's a little monotony when you're when you're having to update your website for the 40th time in a month because the margins are just a little off. Or I this yeah. I ran into this graduating that I hadn't really thought about what the mobile version of my site looked like. And someone went to it and oh. they were like, this looks like trash. And I went, yep. oh no, I, I'd added so many things that it just kind of auto-populates. And those are just, again, going back to the webinars and things, those are just little things that I don't think about. But when, you know, I'm a freelance person doing the gig, the gig life, like devils it's in the details, the, baby. Yeah. Devils in the details. And so speaking of the devil, the devil, the devil is around and I'm sure right let's now, talk the, about the let's devil. talk, let's talk about the dark Lord. Um, <laughs> no. So, you know, they always say the devil makes work of idle hands, but I gotta mm. say you are someone who I don't think I've ever seen have idle hands because if you have five minutes alone with a ukulele in the room with you, you're going to have a new melody. You're going to have a new set of lyrics. And so you're someone who, when you had some time, mm -hmm. there was always some really awesome new song that came out of it or something, an evolution of your work. And especially in like the year that you and I lived across the hall from each other and you uh -huh. were constantly doing the gig thing. Every time you did a new you did a new song or you were continuing to push adding a new instrument, adding a new piece of technology, your sound evolved with that. So mm -hmm. let's talk about what you as a musician are doing locked in your house right now um, for, for COVID. Um, and, you know, I, I brought you on because I know you have some new music coming out like this week. Um, yeah. And so uh, we'll, we'll talk about that. But what has it been like? being forced to be inside and being forced to kind of take a breath uh, and, and suddenly having time to do some other things that you might not have had before. That's a great question. I will say, I'm sure I'm not the only one who has been feeling pretty high levels of anxiety mm -hmm. throughout this mm -hmm. whole thing. And I, I, I'm going to start with saying that because one, it's true. Two, it's really important for accessing like the weird vulnerable parts of your personality, artistic personality and creativity. So yeah, it's, it's been an interesting time for sure. Um, creatively, one of the big things that I've been telling myself is to not force it. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty big thing. I kind of like, I, I like sat down with myself, you know, and I was like, listen, you have all this time. You don't have to write a song every day. You don't have to, you don't have to be productive every day. Sometimes, sometimes you just need a break. And for me, songwriting has always been something I'm just kind of always doing it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Always writing things down, always thinking about things, always, you know, the gears are always turning, so to speak. But I really didn't want to put pressure on myself to sit down and write a song every day during this time because I, for me, it doesn't feel authentic if I'm, mm -hmm. if, if I'm forcing myself to sit down and write a song every day. So I've been, I've been writing when it feels right. I've been... Uh, yeah, I've just been trying to think about what is important to me as 
as a human person. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Um, because the the biggest thing is I. I'm, I'm loving to focus on what people are making during this time, but I, yeah. I want to keep reminding people that like, as an artist, you do not have to create right now if you do not want to. No, like, you don't if, have if to. You, if you are not driven to do your thing, take time because like, especially a lot of theater folks and film folks and musicians, like this is the first time you had a moment of silence and peace in probably months or years. And so like, take this rejuvenate like live in that moment of anxiety because this yeah. is a really uncertain time it's terrifying it is yeah scary. and you know i think it's a good time for all of us as artists and as people to assess our currency you know mm -hmm. like what what do we place value on how does that interpret what we what we create you know mm -hmm. and just kind of just kind of going down the rabbit hole with things like that i will say all of the stuff that I have been making during this time, the songs that I've been writing, I've been feeling incredibly good about. And I think it's, be it's, I feel really good about them because it's coming from a place of me not forcing myself to be overtly creative. It just happens when it feels right. And then mm -hmm. I get a really good product out of it, which is, which is a good way, at least for me to kind of move through mm -hmm a time like this. Um, I will say I'm pretty lucky. I've got a, you know, I've got my studio set up at my house. So I've been, I've been demoing a bunch of songs for the new record and my, the engineer that I work with, uh, where I'm recording the album, his studio is an hour away. We've been having a lot of remote sessions, which has mm -hmm. been great. So even during this time, we've been able to make a lot of progress on the record itself, which has felt really good. And uh, I, I don't know if you know, but NASA has put all of their like sound bites and stuff on their really? website. Yeah, you I can, did not know that. Dude, you can download an MP3 file of Sputnik beeping. That is so cool. It's incredible. That is NASA.gov. As like the space geek in me, but also oh. the like, um, like I love a good, you know this about me. I love a good sound design. Mm. I love a good audio track with like non-musical instruments in it. It it gives me so much life. It gets up my heartstrings. Oh, and baby that boy, is, it is there. That is, is so, there. that is brilliant. Uh, so NASA.gov, go check that out right now. So let's talk about, you've got Too Good coming out this week. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, it's it came out on, I think it came out on May 10th. Right. Oh, great! Yes, it is out. It is out. Because this um, will be in the. Because this will be broadcast in the in the future. In like two days on Monday. So hello Monday. Yes, hello so future the, people. Great. In the future. Hello future people. In hello future people. Has it been better? <laughs> I doubt it. It's only two days. Um. So that's awesome. So wait, what was kind of some of the inspiration for you behind the song? Were you already working on this prior <laughs> to the lockdown? Yes. Uh. Yes. So we started recording the song back in December. Oh, killer. Yeah, Amazing. and then and then actually right before so I wrote it at the end of the summer. Mm-hmm. Started recording it in December. Mind you, my, my band and I, we've been we've been playing it live basically since I wrote it. Because I was mm, I, I was talking about course. this in an, I was talking about this in an interview the other day. I was like, from the moment I wrote the song, I could not wait to show my band and it's our favorite song to play live. So we were playing it live long before 
it was released. But um, yeah, so we started recording it in December. And then right before I went on tour, we were in the studio basically finishing it. Mm-hmm. So it took a couple sessions. I'm so, I'm so incredibly elated by the final product. I think it's, objectively, I think it's some of my best work. Um, and and I'm, I got to work with so many great people on the track, and I'm so excited. And this is the first single off of the new record, and I think it's a really great introduction to to the next the next chapter. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, your your other question was inspiration, right? Was yeah, that yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, so what in, what's it, what's inspiring <laughs> you to write right now? What's what's uh, what's inspired this album? Well, the inspiration for that song, I guess, is a bit cynical. I when we play it live, I always I always like to say <laughs> I always like to say this song goes out to all of my ex boyfriends <laughs> and and all of your ex spouses because you were probably too good for them anyway. And then when I say that, people are always like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. So it's a pretty, I mean, I'd like to think of it as as an empowering song, you know? There's the the main hook of the song is, I'm too good for you, baby. Like, Mm -hmm. you're moving on from a toxic relationship, which is really great. It's it's a really great feeling to move on from something like that. So, yeah, I, you know, the main inspiration (laughs) was was from a relationship that didn't quite work out as as what as it happens does sometimes. sometimes it happens as, sometimes as it, as yeah. it happens um yeah and i i remember right before i wrote it there was a time where i it felt like every song that i was writing wasn't good mm. and it was because i wasn't letting myself heal or move on mm-hmm. from from this thing that had just happened and I wasn't feeling too great and then I sat down and I wrote I wrote that song I started to play like the opening chords on my guitar just like messing around and it all just kind of came out and I was like whoa like this is it <laughs> I was like Kismet. this is this is me moving on in real time like Ugh. as I was writing that song, it was very cathartic, and yeah, I I I love that song. I love it. Well, it helped me a lot. Well, and I think this is actually people. Another another thing that's happening, I think, with everyone being I keep using the frame quarantine, but like uh, stay at home, self isolated. A lot of people are suddenly having time to look at, realize how many toxic traits people have been pushing towards them or like how much of other people's toxic traits they've been putting up with for a long time. And whether it's relationship, friends, work environment, I actually think this is a, you almost couldn't have asked for a better time because we always need that like the fuck you song or, or the song that, that like, I do, bolster- I do call it, I do call it my fuck you song. Oh, <laughs> uh, I lo- Well, I mean, yeah. and I think, I think in a time of like, 
Lizzo being on the charts and things, we need those moments that help us reclaim that strength and kind of power of self and like love oh. of self. And so I think yeah. this is, you couldn't have asked almost for a better time with everybody having to be inside. And we all constantly, I think, are consuming media at such an alarming rate oh because we're, we're just having time to go through everything. A lot of my friends have joked that they have literally gotten to the end of Netflix and it's a barren area at the end of Netflix. Wow, that's um, interesting. It is interesting. No wonder um, why we're all so anxious. Right, right. So I think it's it's also, you know, no one wants to have this happen, but I think it's really interesting and wonderful that you were that this was able to line up for a release kind of now and give people the like things to listen to while they're like selling their their doorknobs. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting because I um yeah, empowerment is so important and the song to me is it's celebratory. It's empowering. It's I can finally move on from this, you know, mm, and that's mm-hmm. a very freeing thing to realize. And I was going to release the song. I think I was going to release the song like 10 days later mm-hmm. than than what I had originally planned because I was on the lineup for Mountain Jam right. this year. But unfortunately, it it got canceled. And I, I just I remember being so gutted by that because that was going to be like the biggest show of my life like baby's big Mm -hmm. break you know and I just remember having nothing to look forward to yeah and I was I was really I was having trouble dealing with that and then I was like you know what fuck it I'm going to push the song I'm going to push the release up 10 days because it's going to make me excited and Ho- and 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 hopefully it will make other people as as excited. So I'm I'm glad I'm glad that people the response the response has been has has been quite good and it's 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 been making me feel really fulfilled. That's so good. I'm so glad. And people can listen to that right now. Like right right now. Right now. Um, so During- where is the best where is the best place for them to find for them to stop right now, pause the podcast right here and go listen to <laughs> to, to your new song? Uh, you can find it on Spotify, you can find it on Apple Music, iTunes, Amazon. Uh, there's a music video, there's a wonderful, wonderful lyric video that my friend Louise made that is up on YouTube. And if all else fails, you can go to sierrafordale.com and you can pretty much find everything that you need to find at the website. Amazing. So one last question for you before we go to our break. What do you think for you, you know, just for your corner of the world, what do you think in the future... In my own little chair. (laughs) I'm stuck inside my house. Oh, I love a little rewrite of Rogers and Hammerstein. I think it's time that we rewrite some Rogers and Hammerstein. Sung in the style of Laura Osnes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we we stand Laura Osnes in this house. Uh, What do you think the kind of the future of artists making their work is going to be? What do you see your future after we slowly reopen and you're able to start touring or, you know, maybe touring isn't on the map for a year. What do you, what do you see just, uh, the, the future of kind of the performing arts being? That's a really interesting question. I think, I think right now people are 
thinking of incredibly innovative ideas to mm, be able mm-hmm. to get their art out there, you know? And I, th- I think what I hope for, what hopefully we all hope for is that, is that people will come out of this with, with more of an appreciation for the arts. Mm-hmm. Whatever that means, you know? But it's very obvious that, one, people need to be entertained, and two, art exists because it, it says a lot of the things that we can't a lot of the time. And so I would hope that coming out of this, that, that people kind of have more of an appreciation for the arts and realize that artists are, are, you know, we're out there, we're doing it. We're, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're saying all of the things that, that people wish they could say, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Even if we don't know how to say it, we have a way to express it. Art is expression. Everyone needs to express themselves. But I think, I think as, as creators, where, you know, where the future of that is going to go, I think people, uh, I mean, obviously, I, I think people are going to turn to more of a virtual mm-hmm. platform, um, for better or for worse, but I think people are thinking of really creative ways to to be on the internet right now, which, as as someone like myself, the internet makes me very anxious. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so all of this media consumption has, has been definitely a weird thing for me, but I think if we embrace technology and embrace the future, you know, we'll, 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 we'll be better creators. We'll, we'll be better creators. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I guess I don't, I don't really know. At least for, at least for musicians, it's really hard to say because, you know, there are, there are thousands of us who make our livings touring across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, sorry, my mom just called. I had to, <laughs> decline. <laughs> I had to decline, I had to decline the call. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there, there are so, so many of us who make our livings literally playing shows. And I, I think... I think venue owners and bookers are gonna, are gonna, hopefully they're gonna work with artists moving forward mm. to kind of, to, to, to make it safe. Yeah. Know, to be able to have people gather. I mean, that's what I hope for. But I, I think, I think all in all, I think the future for the artistic world will just hopefully have more, you know, more passion and mm-hmm. you know we got to be the driving force to to make people feel okay again you know oh that's um, a great quote that is a beautiful quote yeah i yeah. it just came to me <laughs> it just came to you brilliant you're just throwing you heard it here folks 
You heard it here first. There it just you came go. to me because you asked that question, and I was like, "Oh fuck, how do I answer I know, it?" <laughs> I know it's a big. I know we're, we're asking the it's big, big questions here. We're, we're, we we're doing the, the real questions here. We're doing the real journalism here. We're doing the real journalism. It's flawless. It's flawless journalism. <laughs> well, we'll be right back after this brief break with a word from our sponsor, with Sierra for Gale. Video games are a unique medium. They can tell stories. Immerse us in strange, fantastic worlds. Blur the very boundaries of our reality. But at the end of the day, video games are fun. Whatever fun is to you. I'm Jeff Moonen. And I am Matt A.K. Stormageddon. And on Fun and Games, we talk about the history, trends, and community of video games. It's a celebration of all the games we play and all the fun we find within them. And there's so many more games out there. So we hope you'll share in that conversation with us. Fun and Games podcast with Matt and Jeff. Find us on certainpov.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And happy gaming. Sierra, I love the vibrancy that you just talk about your work. It is it is refreshing because there's nothing worse than when kind of an artist gets kind of tired and downtrodden where it seems like their work doesn't bring them the joy. And I just... Uh, sometimes I step back and go, why aren't I finding joy in what I'm doing? Cause like as a costume designer, I'm getting to like play dress up eternally with people and play all these really cool roles before other people play them. Sure. And, and so I, I get sad when artists lose their joy. And so we've talked about your new music and I am so excited for the full album. Um, but what other things, music aside, whatever else, what are just some things that are bringing you joy right now in, in quarantine, despite COVID and the moron we have in the White House? What's bringing uh, you joy? Yeah, well, I will say living in North Adams has been very wonderful because it it's still pretty it's still pretty safe to access nature here. Mm-hmm. It's still pretty low risk. Um, and and the nature there is beautiful for anyone who has never been. Oh, it's it's breathtaking. And so so that is probably like top of my list for things that have been you know bringing me bringing me some joy. Because I I I've, I've just been trying to get out whenever possible, mm-hmm. you know, riding my bike as far as I can until I puke and <laughs> uh, I hiked at Mount Greylock today. Like I woke up super early this morning with a few, you know, with with a few people in my very tight circle and we, yeah, we, we, we hiked up to the top and I was 
I, I was quite emotional when we got to the when we got to the top. I was working through a lot of stuff, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. all, all of the things that I've been sitting on during this time in quarantine. Yep. It it all just kind of came out, mm-hmm. you know, thir- thirty one hundred feet above sea level. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so I, I got to the top. I got to the top, and I, I kind of like went away from everyone, and I just started crying. Oh no! <laughs> no, 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 no! It was a good cry. It was a necessary uh, cry. Yeah. It was a cry that was like a long time coming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so getting outside as much as humanly possible, basically. Um, I. Exercise a lot, probably too much, <laughs> um, but that that's been kind of bringing me some solace. Really, just kind of being out in nature, and mm-hmm. uh, I've also been cooking quite a bit, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as I think everyone has. But just feeling the pride in in the way that I can like make good meals for myself, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like. <laughs> You know what it's like? It's like when you're a little kid and you dress yourself for the first time and it, and yes. it actually looks good. Yes. That's like what it feels like when you cook yourself a banging meal. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, it, and it, it's really nice because everybody's probably rolling their eyes because we see the never-ending memes of sourdough starters and oh and God. everyone's food. But it's one of those things that, like, we're, for the first time, you know, there's a generation of about 10 years worth of us who are able to take a breath and like I can be home for more than a meal a day. Like, you know, it's one of those things where I have time as scary as it can be. I have time to go grocery shopping or order my groceries in. And I have time to like really think about the food that I'm putting in my body and what I'm making and like figuring out how to make things that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, And, and it's a, it's also, it's also the first time that our generation has, I mean, or anyone really, I don't know. Is it weird to say that, like, or is it wrong for me to say, like, we don't really have any obligation to society right now? None. None. Nothing there. matters. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It's, it's something else that I love about that is we don't have the, uh, the necessity and the societal um, agreement, if you will, the non-signed agreement of, of like, the faux politeness and, like, the f- decorum that everybody thinks is nonsense the pleasantries we do not have to do and like for the first time people are able to go hey i don't have the bandwidth to like talk today can we chat tomorrow and everybody's like oh my god yeah let's just whatever's good for you and it's it's yeah it's it's really nice because I'm thinking we're actually seeing people instead of just being like making a quip about mental illness and mental health. And like the idea of like the idea of self care is actually really important right now because it's not going to a spa or it's, you know, maybe sometimes that is what self care is. You know, for me, honestly going to get a gel manicure was part of my self care because I had, you know, 55 minutes where no one talked to me and I had to like focus inward on myself, which is a scary place to be. And so it's, it's one of those that like we are able to, without the like 
Instagram or uh, like uh, influencer aspects of yeah, we're able to, to put aside the bullshits and and really actually focus on self care and yeah. really focus on like having to be okay with ourselves and like live alone as a being because that is really hard for a lot of people. Right, and I think and so I I live alone here at my house in North Adams and you know it's been logistically it's been great. Right. But because you can actually social distance like you can actually do what is being asked of everyone. But I will say, I mean, emotionally, it has been so hard, mm-hmm. you know, for reasons that I don't have to explain because you already know. Yeah. But I, I do think, you know, in this time, we're learning how to be self-sufficient, mm-hmm. you know. More and more people are starting to grow their own food. Mm-hmm. Like, can you think about how amazing that is? One, for the environment. Two, for everyone's health. Yeah. You know, we're learning how to be self-sufficient. We're learning how to take care of ourselves better, whether that means self-care or mental health or physical mm-hmm. health, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's a really introspective time for a lot of people to, you know, to learn how to be a better person for themselves Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. yeah so so definitely thinking a lot about that I've learned a lot about myself which in in a weird way has brought me joy because you know Mm -hmm. self-realization is pretty important yes um I I've been I've been thinking a lot about mindfulness as well Mm -hmm. you know how to how to kind of shut off all the all the background noise for a second Mm -hmm. and just kind of be present in the moment, which I think I talked about earlier a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, you know, one thing that I have been doing is like every morning I make myself a pour over coffee, which, Mm -hmm. you know, it's got a lot of steps if you want to do it right and make it good. And it's a very mindful way to start the day. So I, I, and it's something that I look forward to, you know, making Mm -hmm. myself a cup of coffee, making myself breakfast, Mm-hmm. You know how much I love breakfast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, lately, the weather's been nice, so I've been having breakfast on my porch. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's just a really... If you can start your day with some sort of mindful activity, especially during a time like this, you're going to set yourself up to have maybe a little bit of a better day than you had the day before. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so... So that so that's that's been another thing that that has given me a a healthy dose of of glee. Well, that's so good. I mean, <laughs> and it's no, it's it's you know, we joke about it and we giggle, but like it's 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 for a lot of us it's the first time that we've had to sit down and we've had to focus, but like you also have that time to to better yourself. You have the time yeah. to it's it's not not even to like the idea of treat yourself, but it's like the idea of you have control over your day, even for people that work from home. Your commute is now so much shorter, but like it's still setting that that idea of of your 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 pace and your schedule and how you do things. But it, you're able to now give yourself that time Absolutely. to kind of breathe into yourself. And the funny um, thing is, in a way, that time has always been there. Mm-hmm. But it's mm-hmm. been but it's been masked by 
so many other things, whether that, whether that was your commute to work every day or, you know, your hour and a half subway ride to the other end of Manhattan or like, Mm -hmm. you know, you always had the time, but, but it was always, you know, other things were always distracting us and, and, you know, making us unable to be present in the moment and realize Mm -hmm. like, oh, I can, I can chill for a sec, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's, uh, I love, I, I just, I love that. I love that. Cause I, you know, I realized, cause I was still teaching for the whole first month that we were on stay at home order and I was finishing up grad school and it was one of those things that oh, yeah, I suddenly, by the way. thank you so much. So proud. I, I'm, Go Gators. Thank you. Go Gators. Go Gators. <laughs> um, but it's, it's one of those <laughs> things that like, it's astounding that when I think about the difference that my two hour, you know, hour, uh, hour, hour and a half commute every day, the change that made that like suddenly what I could do with 90 more minutes or the yeah. difference of I didn't need to wake up an hour and a half or two hours before I had to be at work, but I still did because then I was able to go, okay, you have to check your emails from this time to this time because like, I, I am a very detail oriented person, but I'm also really easy to flake and just let myself flake on things. And that is something that I've had to like work on through this. Um, <laughs> no, but, in you know, <laughs> no in between, um, but you know, it's one of those things that it, it, it was actually really refreshing because I had those when I had a down moment or like we all bottom out once or twice during the day, I could literally walk over, sit on my bed, curl up, put on some lavender, in my oil diffuser. I know there's, you know, placebo effect, but it makes me feel better. And, you know, but, and it didn't alter my day in a way that like suddenly I had to cancel two, two things or I'm crying in my office because I'm suddenly able to uh, address the issues that were me issues of how do I then deal with that better? And I really, I like that we are forcing ourselves to have to do that because you can't run from it. Um, um, and you know, for some people, maybe that is a bottle of wine every night during quarantine. I am not here to judge you. And that's go fine. Wine. Listen, I go. got super drunk on Cinco de Mayo. We all, we've I all love, been there. It's, we all like, you can get it delivered. Get it delivered, y'all. It is get it okay. Delivered. Get it get delivered. delivered. Get it delivered. Get I love that. <laughs> Save yourself a trip to the liquor store. It's so true because let me tell you, you it think- truly, it is a true dystopian nightmare <laughs> land i'm in virginia currently and i drove past the abc store earlier to go to target uh to get some actual essentials i was actually there getting essentials um and like there was a line and it was a rough looking line Just people are delivered people are having a rough time right now and do you so think, do you think the people who deliver booze like do you think do you think they hired like a 15 year old kid to like bike it out you know what i mean um, in New York, absolutely. Like in LA, he's got like a absolutely. basket on the front of his bike. Maybe not fifteen. He, he's probably they probably have to be old enough to, to legally least, eighteen to at least yeah. serve alcohol. Right, right. right. Well, because it's sealed. <laughs> I mean, I'm working for Instacart right now, and so like if I'm processing an order for someone in store, they I still like have to prove in the app that they're over twenty one and I'm over twenty one. So I mean, I guess, but you know, I still like that idea of like that kid going to your local bodega and like putting it in his little basket yeah. and going going the like fifteen blocks or like the idea in L.A. of MedMen. You're gonna have you're gonna have some really sassy like gay boy out of drag delivering your weed for you from yeah. MedMen. Like what? You know, one of those things like it's 
Just get it delivered. Just get it delivered. Get it delivered. It's all right. Get it delivered. It's fine. Can that be, is that the slogan for this episode? Yeah, get it delivered. Just it's the get it delivered. <laughs> Just get it delivered. Um, quarantine, get it delivered. Um, so, you know, we talked earlier about how people are taking in media so much. And you and I, we've taken in a lot of media together, but whether it's a theater show, because you and I can talk for hours about theater. Oh, boy. And it's, it's wild that Broadway that's is a whole other. It that's is, a whole other episode. That's a whole other can of tuna. Uh, uh, but which, like Broadway's closer, <laughs> which you're going to get delivered albacore, organic, vegan. Uh, um, so, you know, we're, I mean, we watched a whole, we watched maybe multiple seasons of stranger things together, oh, like sitting in a room, but wh- is there any media that you're kind of taking in right now that you hadn't before or something that's really kind of, you're enjoying that you've now had time to watch or read or listen to? Yeah, um, so <laughs> I have I I I've already re- rewatched Parks and Rec <laughs> during this. Good, good. <laughs> during this time, uh, it's my favorite show. I will never stop rewatching it. Uh, suspend your judgment, please, because I don't want to hear it. So, oh, if someone's if someone's judging you for liking Parks and Rec listening to this, you need to turn it off and unsubscribe. Actually, please don't. Please do not unsubscribe. Please don't unsubscribe. <laughs> but but really um, take a second to think about your morals yeah. as a person. Anyway, yeah. so yeah, so I've been, you know, Parks and Rec is like my feel good kind of thing, right? Um, I've been, I'm currently, what am I reading? I've got like a stack of books right next to me. Uh, let's see. I'm reading, I'm currently reading The Knicks. Ooh, tell us about it. It's really great. Um, it's, it's about, uh, I can't, off, offhand, I can't remember who wrote it. Um, supposedly they're making a movie of it with none. Everything's other, a movie. Everything's going to be a movie. It's fine. With none other than Meryl Streep. Um, oh, Meryl. So quite excited about that. But basically it's a book about a uh, a son and his estranged mother reconnecting through some pretty weird circumstances. I don't want to give too much away, but yeah, um, yeah, no, 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 no. But it's really interesting, and it's it's sad, it's happy, it's gut wrenching, it's 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 everything. So I've been really enjoying that. Um, I've I've been watching I, I've been watching a lot of documentaries mm. lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and some docu series, uh, one of the most recent being the World According to Jeff Goldblum, which on Disney Plus. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we we stand Disney here, obviously. Oh obviously. my gosh! Listen, can we do a whole other episode where I talk about Jeff Goldblum and how uh, much I love Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> yeah, he was just a guest judge on RuPaul's Drag Race. Like it was, it is yeah. such a weird full circle. Like I watched Earth Girls Are Easy the other day and I just like, despite, you know, despite things I go, what did we do to deserve Jeff Goldblum? Cause he's just a treasure. He's that stoned uncle that like everyone, oh God, I'm just so thankful for yeah, him. That man is amazing. And the best part about him having his own TV show is that I get to listen to him talk for a couple of hours and it's wonderful. 
and it's what his vo- the timbre of his voice and how mm. he makes sound in his instrument is so strange, but it is so wonderful. It's so I, wonderful, and his hand gestures and the way that he's grounded in his body. Oh my god. Okay, which is so funny because I believe that he is eternally high. I believe that he's just always high. Like it's just a thing. But um, you know and what? So, like, he doesn't. He doesn't really smoke weed, though. I don't. Think. I know. I know. But it's one of those things that it's so funny because he has such a lightness to him um, that I agree with you. He's so grounded, oh and which is something we're always fighting as performers and people are on stage. That like you're someone who has a very big lightness on stage, but you're you're you're, you're a wee person, but you have so much energy. Yeah. Um, and so you all are very similar in ways, but he is so grounded, and it's always just so interesting to watch. He's so interesting. And I will say, the cool thing about that show is, like, in every episode, he's exploring a new topic, you know, whether Mm -hmm. it be ice cream or denim or he did an episode on coffee. But uh, he always starts out every episode with a question, you know, which is namely, like, why are people interested in this? Like, he wants to get to the bottom Mm -hmm. of why people Mm -hmm. are interested in this certain thing. And watching him kind of navigate that, but he's not playing a character. Right. He's being his total self. And it's so interesting. It is a watching that man in any capacity is a masterclass in, in, Mm. you know, in what am I trying to say? It's just a masterclass in presence really, because Mm -hmm. he is so incredibly present and so interested. And it's, it's great. So I've been loving that. Um, Obviously, I've been listening to a lot of music. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to a lot of music by my friends, which has been mm. wonderful. Um, every morning when I make my coffee, I always try and put on a record mm. and mm-hmm. kind of just start my morning listening to that. Uh, sometimes, though, I'll just turn on the TV first thing in the morning. <laughs> of course, of course, of um, course, of course, of course. Uh, Community is on Netflix now, which is one of my favorite shows. So yes. I've been making my way through that. Um, recently I've been writing in my journal again, which feels pretty good. I've been kind of like documenting, I've been trying to document like the hikes and the bike rides that I go on and, you know, Mm -hmm. how I've been feeling physically, emotionally, mentally, you know, just kind of using that as, as points to, to reflect on things, um, but yeah, I've been trying to stay off my phone, man. Good. That is, you know, that's that's been the funny thing is like while with the like the last month it was hard because I was constantly answering emails and things. But now that I don't need to be, I've like left my phone on a shelf. Like earlier, I realized I'd left my phone on a shelf for about four and a half hours. And I went, oh God, I hope Sierra didn't text me in that four and a half hours. And I went back and I realized I was like, this is, but it's just like so nice. Now, granted... <laughs> During that time, I typically have Animal Crossing right here because uh, oh, that's yeah. been my, it's been my, I mean, but it's because I'm like rearranging flowers and planting fruit trees. It's so lovely. I yes, bought, I've I, also been gardening. It's been wonderful. I almost, so I've been working in a Wegmans and they had the most beautiful bulbs the other day and I was like, I'm going to buy these and plant them. And then I was like, 
Why are you going to plant them in Virginia if you're moving back to Florida? But I would, you know, I suddenly want to garden and do these things that I tangentially have always thought about. But now I'm like, you have the time and they're not that expensive. Like no. maybe this is where you, maybe instead of buying something shitty on Amazon, you go buy some bulbs and some potting soil and, Listen, uh, and, a, and a pot. Do it. I am in, I am in a, it, I'm not going to call it a weird state, but a, a very special state where I only want to buy stuff from my friends or mm-hmm. from a local market. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it is so important that we think about where our money is going right now. You are absolutely right. That's why people should support artists, support musicians, mm-hmm. support anyone who is fallen under the wrench of the gig based economy right now. And it's, you know, really think about where you're spending your money. Buy buy those bulbs at Wegmans, you know. Mm-hmm. Plant your own food. It's yeah, not not to be preachy, but it, it is so 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 important mm-hmm. that we that we do that. Yeah, well, and it's one of those things because those are going to be the people that are going to thank you later, and not necessarily thank you specifically with a kind word or giving you anything back, but like you're going to see that the artist was able to make another album or that artist was able to like keep going and not have to move back in with family or, you know, you were able to keep, you know, a a theater artist going whose tour gets canceled because, you know, there's not going to be theater again for a while or, you know, they're just these things. Or I think about drag performers, nightlife performers where like those Queens are literally doing Full production numbers with quick changes and like shablams in their living room, which especially like LA and New York Queens when they're in an eight by eight living room. So it's like there are performers and people who need the money. And especially if you are lucky enough to be employed right now, like I've never seen so many people who are not afraid to like give you their cash app, their Venmo, their PayPal, their bank account. So you can give them a credit card payment. They will let you pay their bills. Like it's one of those things that if like, if, if it's a difference of, you know, you got a free delivery fee on your groceries, take that five to $7 and, and give it to you. Cause you're going to get it delivered. Cause you're going to get it delivered. Quanti, get it delivered. Um, you know, but it's one of those things that, you, you know, cause if you're buying a week's worth of groceries, Instacart's doing free shipping over $35. So like, you know, it's going to be, you know, and so take that delivery fee instead of go, cause you're not able to go to Starbucks or do those things. Give it to an artist. Like you yeah. can, yeah. Like Actually, it's one of those things people were willing to take that money right now. Maybe you saw, but when I, the day that I got back from tour, I started a stay at home tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I did. Where I, I, I toured, I toured around every room in my house. Basically, every night was mm-hmm. a different room. The idea has not been repeated, which makes me think that I was the first to do it, and people saw it and they were like, "Yep, we're just gonna." Yeah, I haven't seen anybody else do that either. And I actually think it's really interesting. I think it's very funny because it's like you're still on tour, you know, and you're (laughs) arguably, you arguably have the opportunity going live on Instagram or Facebook. You have the opportunity to to reach so many more people than if you're playing a venue in a town to the people that you already know, even, you know, even though that venue will sell, like it's, it's amazing you know, it's, it's shitty to, you know, have to like set up everything in a living room or, or do your thing. But like, you have the opportunity to like have someone who might not have heard you otherwise 
be scrolling through and you pop up on Facebook. And I think that's really, really fun and so, exciting. Yeah. So what I was going to say was, so when I did that, I was, you know, I gave my PayPal and my Venmo and I was like, listen, you pay $2 for a cup of coffee at, at the coffee shop every day. You're not going to the coffee shop right now. So mm-hmm. give that money to me. And in yeah. return, I'll let you hear the new song, which is too good. Like mm-hmm. two months early. Right. So you incentivize it in a way. And I honestly, I got, I got a really good response because, because I think you're right. Because I think if, if people have the money, even if it's, mm-hmm. it's literally, it's two bucks, it's two bucks. Mm-hmm. Like if, if people have it and <laughs> if people have it and they're not a piece of shit, like they'll give it, you know what right. I mean? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I think that's the one time is we're now seeing the, of what we, the bare minimum of what we need to get by. And I think people are okay with that. And so anybody that's got, if you, even if it's a couple bucks extra, you know, it was, I was watching, um, a broadcast of drag race last week hosted by some Queens and it was like a $5 suggested donation. I didn't really have it, but I was like, you know what? I'm giving them 10 bucks. Plus I'm going to tip a couple of these Queens just cause like they are out here still literally doing what they're doing and still providing services and like light and love and yeah. energy. And that's what people need more than anything right yeah, now. Yeah. You just love to see it really. Yeah. So one question that I always ask before we wrap up, mm-hmm. if you've got one phrase, one word of just hope or just something that you want people to keep thinking about after they stop listening to this episode, what, what would that be? Ooh, that's a good one. All the big questions. Hard-hitting journalism here. Mm. (laughs) Can I give two? Yeah, give as much as you want. Okay, so lately, the the mantra that I've been kind of using for my day-to-day life has been embrace simplicity. Mm -hmm. In any way that you decide to interpret that. And then, and then, you know, my other one, which you have heard me say, I've been saying it for years, but normal's just a cycle on the washing machine. Uh, and, and I love that because I actually was given a book. It was like a weird Christian teen book as a, as a kid, but like my favorite, (laughs) but you know, it's one of those things that like, everybody's like, when is normal happening? And I was like, never, we are never going to be back to normal. And that's okay. Cause normal really wasn't working. So like, we're going to have a new version of what our day to day should be. And yeah, we got to transcend normal. You know what I mean? We have to transcend normal. Maybe that's, maybe that's the one. That's fucking gold. We have to transcend normal. Get it tattooed on you. Get it. We'll make stickers. We'll make tote bags. You must transcend normal. That's a a Sierra for Gale. That's a Sierra for Gale original right there. Sierra for Gale original. (laughs) Trademark. Trademark. I love that. Before someone else takes it. (laughs) Well, Sierra, I love you so much. Thank you for agreeing to be on the show with me. I I have not... Being apart from you has been so sad because like... No one, no one realizes what, like, everybody talks about, like, living with their friends in college, but, like, we had the interesting thing of, like, we got to live door to door with each other, but, like, it, it would just, it's, it's you, these are those moments where, like, 
you could just walk in and be like, can I have a hug? And it was, you know, it's just one of those things that it's, I miss that so much. And so I'm glad everyone got to learn about who you are. And we got to <laughs> chat. Well, thank, um, I mean, and, thank you so much of course. for having me. I, it has been a joy to talk to you. The listeners obviously can't see this because they're listening with their ears and not with their eyes, but we're on a FaceTime we are Paul, right now. <laughs> and even just like seeing your face on the screen, I'm like, oh, I miss you. <laughs> I miss you too. It's, it's literally, I just feel like I'm at the end of one of the end of the couches of Fat Bob's. You're at the other. And we've got Shrek the musical playing and it's lovely. And yeah. It's and wonderful. You know, having these, having these types of conversations with someone that, you know, you've known for a long time and that you, you mm-hmm. trust and, you know, you can kind of talk freely and openly, but you can talk about the real shit. It's, it's really important. Yeah. It's really important. Yeah. So Use, I, I, of course, I like to encourage everybody to like get, have conflict with your friends, have, have like conversations with them right now, FaceTime on the phone that like, maybe you all have been skirting or like develop those friendships just because you're not able to be in a room with someone right now. doesn't mean that you actually can't like further that friendship, that partnership, like further those things. Tell that girl you love her. Tell her you love her. Tell Tell that person you love them. (laughs) Tell them you love them. Tell, you know, it's that, that thing like, this is that moment, like shoot your shot with your friends. Like just that idea of like, we're so like, I even realized that I have friends that I'm really close with that. I only know them on like, the surface level. And so like, I'll talk to them a bunch and I realize like we get very cyclical because like, we don't actually know that much about each other. And so this has been a really nice time to like see the inner workings of the other people that I know in my life and like making new friends with people. And that's been really, really cool. Yeah. So speaking of making new friends, where can all of our new friends online find you online? Oh, that's a great question. Well, sierraforgale.com. Great. Is is the big one. Uh, I'm on Facebook, although I, I tend to use Instagram more, so you can follow mm-hmm. me on Instagram, at Sierra Fergale. That's C-I-A-R-R-A-F-R-A-G-A-L-E. Spell it for the folks at home. I'm sure Matt will probably put it in a bunch of descriptions though it will it will be in all of our social media there you go (laughs) (laughs) yeah so yes you can find me there and hopefully you listen to some of the music hopefully you dig it and hopefully you find some solace in it like like i have Thank you again for joining us for Isolation Cast Voices from Quarantine. As always, you can find us on Facebook at Isolation Cast or on our main show at Dole Open Dreams Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Dole Open Dreams Pod. You can find us on Twitter at Dole Whip Pod. You can find our website at doleopendreamspod.com. And again, for $2 a month on Patreon, it keeps our main show and this show coming. It helps pay editors. It helps pay content writers. And it just lets us know that you love what we're doing. A big thanks to Case Aiken and everyone at the Certain Point of View Media Network. We are so excited to be part of the family. And you can find out more about our show as well as all the amazing shows on the network at CertainPOV.com and on all of your favorite podcast platforms. 
we have a merch store. That's right, Dole Up and Dreams and Isolation Cast has a merch store on Teespring. You can find a link to that on all of our social media platforms. And if you use the code Dole Whip, D-O-L-W-H-I-P, you get free shipping on all orders. Again, that's Dole Whip, D-O-L-E-W-H-I-P, for free shipping on all orders. No matter what platform you listen to us on, thank you. And your thoughtful ratings and reviews let everyone know the kind of work that we are doing. Go out and find your joy. CPOV. CertainPOV.com.